Thank you for listening to Soul Sanctuary. This is an encore presentation. I'm so glad you're taking this time for yourself. Soul Sanctuary airs live at 8 p.m. on Monday nights here on kzsm.org. Those on this program are solely those of the host and his or her guests and do not reflect those of KZSM Radio, SMTXCRA, or its governing body. soldiers it's soul sanctuary you made it this is tame i'm so glad you guys joined me today uh, i had a fantastic weekend with three events just reading tarot the entire time so i'm exhausted i've been sleeping most of the day <laughs> uh, but the good news is we have so many guests today uh, to talk to us in studio uh, first we're going to talk about yoga and we're talking about yoga with Marty. Marty, do you want to say hi to everybody? Hi everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Can't wait to discuss yoga and all the wonderful things about it. Fantastic. So we're going to be hopefully looking and digging a little bit into the way that yoga kind of connects to the metaphysical side of things. I know that most people who do practice yoga, they probably have heard of chakras, a lot of the uh, pos- what are they called? Positions? No. Well, they are positions is one way to put it. Okay. As- asana is a nice way to put it. That's the Sanskrit way, and that that actually just means poses. So asana, the asanas. The asanas. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then the asanas, the asanas. Um, some of them speak directly to the different chakras. Absolutely. So that's part of what people who practice uh, yoga probably have heard of. Um, can you explain uh, kind of your take on the connection? Um, well, the chakras are our energy centers, and these energy centers run up and down the spine. And um, it's very interesting because the energy centers do sort of correspond with what a lot of what we now know in Western medicine Um So we have our crown chakra, the third eye, the heart chakra, um, the sacral chakra, um, and um, there's seven of them. And of course, um, the root chakra is very important too. So different poses will open um, and allow in the energy um, to activate these uh, energy centers. Right. And uh, so, yeah, so the poses are used along with the breath to um, allow us to open where we may have blockages. Got you. So one of the most common sentences I hear around yoga is, I've been meaning to start yoga. (laughs) I I hear it a lot, like at least three or four times a week. Right. Just through my my, my readings and and just because the kind of people I hang out with, I guess. (laughs) So let's try to cross that bridge. If somebody has it in their mind that yoga would would be helpful for them, What's an easy way to start? Well, um, yes, lots of people have the intention to practice yoga. And, of course, with like anything that any we're trying any habit that we're trying to create in our um, body and mind, um, we often have good intentions, but we have to actually create that habit through with through ritual right so um that that's the first step is creating these good habits these good rituals and once you have decided to practice yoga yoga continuity is really the key sure and um the more you do it you really actually can't do yoga enough but i think oftentimes people get very overwhelmed with that sure but the more you do it um the more it sinks into not just your physical body but also your um energy centers and your auric body as well so it ha- it's a very layered practice and there's sure. a way of um, peeling back those layers so that eventually you do get to the part where it's um, having an effect on your mind body and your soul right right so and then one of the thing when I did start doing yoga because I'm doing a 30-day yoga challenge right now awesome congratulations thank you and mm. I'm on day about 23 
I think. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that um, is discussed a lot is that people are scared of yoga because they are not flexible. They say that's the excuses. Uh, I'm not flexible. I can't do all that stuff. Yeah. So if that's what's intimidating to someone, what would you say to a potential client? Well, that's so funny to say that because how do you become flexible? Right. And right. so and it's not about judgment. So you have to really set all these um, limiting beliefs aside. And we all have them. In fact, I just came from a um, woman's retreat where we on the full moon burned our limiting um, beliefs in a fire that we created. Nice. So, you know, you don't have to burn your limiting beliefs, but you do have to let them go. Right. And sometimes there's that old expression. Um, and like most old expressions, it's a very true one. Right. Fake it till you make it. So right. if you, right. what, what, first of all, whatever you believe is going to be. So if you just stick with it and tell yourself positive things, um, you will see the benefits um, twofold and you know there's so much um, evidence behind yoga now that it's sure. really hard to deny the benefits of it so okay. it's just that humans are creatures of habit and right, so right. if we have bad habits uh, if we like to sit around and watch tv at night nothing wrong with that I do it sometimes too but you really have to force yourself to do to, to take that radical self-care and do what's good for you Absolutely agreed. So now with yoga, there's different styles depending on what teacher you go to. What would you say is unique or most personal about your style of yoga? Uh, well, I'm, I'm pretty unique. My, um, I am a, there's a new designation now called yoga therapy. And I am a yoga teacher. I've studied for many years, 20 years, but uh, also I'm a yoga therapist. And that's really um, special, uh, especially for those people that you just asked me about, the ones that feel like they're not flexible enough or whatever their limiting belief is, and we all have them. Mm -hmm. um, this is creating a practice that is appropriate for each individual. So it's the asana, the pose. Yes, we want to master that. We want to capture the essence of that. But then right. there's so many modifications. So I teach Hatha. Hatha is uh, what most modern yoga is based in. Okay. Hatha, it means in, out. Breathing in, breathing out. Okay. And actually the first yoga class I ever took a million years ago was here in San Marcos. So I've kind of come full circle. But um, right. and then I teach uh, my specialty is uh, recuperative yoga. So it's Hatha, but it's in the recuperative style. And that's mm -hmm. a lot about modifications, a full understanding of the um, anatomy and the physical mm -hmm. body right. and how we can create positive change. But you can't separate the mind and the body. You can't separate the meta metaphysical from the physical. Right. Um, right. Yoga is that bridge for all of it. Oh, only it happens in layers and pieces and different for everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I found, I found, uh, I do, I feel a little like more spiritually in touch after yoga and this is physical practice. Um, but it does seem to, I guess, clear, maybe clear the channel. And so it's easy to kind of receive whatever information that that's right is offered to me. That's right. It's uh, it's cleansing and you're letting go. And mm -hmm. I mean, it not only works, um, and letting go the through the physical, it is a it will move things along in your digestion as well. Sure. But also um, the breath. I mean, our breath pranayama is what we call uh, breath in yoga, and that means life force. And truly, without your breath, you can't have um, life. So right. many there are many discussions about is breath is breath the consciousness. Is that one in the same? So yeah, it's so good, you're clearing your great, field. It's a great question because mm -hmm. I've I've often heard it being called like the bridge between conscious and subconscious because if you stop breathing, your subconscious will just take over. And so I think the study of the breath itself is pretty interesting. Yes, yeah. and that's where most of the evidence um, based. So mm -hmm. um, I just came from a conference with a lot of scientists at um, a major hospital, and um, there is a, there are a lot of studies and a lot of evidence about the breath. Yeah. So just bringing yourself to your breath. Our breath, I call the breath our um, internal natural healing. Okay. Um, it lowers your heart rate. It lowers your blood pressure. It boosts sure. your immune system. Sure. And then it, as you were saying, it creates this space for you to be more in touch with your higher self, your right. crown chakra. Sure. And, and, and connect. And yes. so if you were, well, look, if we're going to talk about what are the biggest kind of health concerns that we hear about in society nowadays, 
uh, stress and insomnia, anxious kind of conditions. That's the first thing that pops in mind for me. So if we were going to talk about what would be the advice from a yogi to kind of society at large to start addressing yeah. some of our major things. Well, we certainly are in a, in a chaotic time yeah. and there's no denying that. And uh, everything goes in cycles and life ebbs and flows. But really and truly, from a yoga standpoint, no matter what is going on around you, if you can establish your center through your breath and practice, then you can truly be the light for others. And that sure. is what we need right now. So I think more than ever, the aspect of managing stress and anxiety is... Um, what people are being drawn to in sure. yoga and that's right. what we're studying mm -hmm. um, and learning how powerful our minds are. Hey, so if you do start use yoga as a tool to deal with that, is that something you should do like every morning or for three hours a day or what would we need to, what kind of program would we need to yeah. kind of set up to That's a great question. Yeah. And it ha and you know, I don't have a simple answer, but here's, here's my, here's my belief okay. after all this, Here's what I think. I think that um, you can't do enough yoga because we're undoing so much of what is happening in our world around mm, us. So you can't sense. really do yeah. it enough. But at the same time, I don't want people to feel overwhelmed because sometimes when we're overwhelmed, we just stop completely. Sure. And that's not obviously not going to work. Mm -hmm. So you have to find what works for you and not beat yourself up about it if you happen to miss a day or two days. Sure. You just get sure. back on it. So as much as you can, and there it is a cumulative effect. So... Um, you know, but daily is a good practice. And, you know, I talk about a couple times a day and I had someone go raise their hand in a class once and go, don't you mean a couple times a week? And I'm like, no, really, if you can take five or 10 minutes away from your desk, away from your workplace and sure. just get in touch with your breath, it's going to be hugely beneficial. I think that I think that's so, it, it's really good. I mean, for me, because I have kind of shark energy where I don't like to be still. <laughs> yeah. Monkey mind is what they call it. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, I find that the kind of moving meditation of yoga allows, I think I get the same benefits or similar, I think, to what people probably do when they meditate. But I, I don't have to try to go through the kind of uh, struggle with making myself sit still. <laughs> well, as you probably know, there's many different kinds of meditation. Sure. So moving meditation is certainly one of them. And when you do a slower, more mindful practice, it right. does enable you to definitely get into a meditational state. I mean, all you're really doing is uh, activating your parasympathetic nervous system, creating um, theta brain waves. And um, that, you know, that all has to do with meditation. And there's different levels of meditation. Sure. Sure. So what you're experiencing is exactly what I experienced, is exactly what drew it to me, is exactly what enabled me to transform my life. So that is the beauty in yoga. It brings you into this meditation state. Whether that is your purpose or not, you're going to probably experience that Arrive if you stick there. with it. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. So that's good. So this is a great place to pause. We're going to go for a station break. And then on the other side of it, we'll continue talking about yoga and the metaphysical sides of it. What do you plan on doing this Friday night? Yeah, me either. How about we spend it together? Fridays, 8 to 10, here on KZSM.org. I'll help you relax and let go of the week and, and play you some music, introduce you to some people, uh, new friends, right here at KZSM.org, San Marcos, Texas. What's up, everybody? This is J-Rod inviting you to join Migs, Brandon, Sox, and myself for a very special three-hour edition of Back to the Movies, Wednesday. May 2nd from 4 to 7 p.m. Avengers Infinity War hits theaters April 27th and we will have our complete breakdown and reaction to this historic and record-breaking movie. Spoiler alert, this will not be a spoiler-free show, so be sure to see the movie before tuning in. In the meantime, check us out on Facebook at Back to the Movies KZSM for up-to-date news and rumors as we gear up for the beginning of the end in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
Step up to the mic for Storytime Classics every Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight. I'm your host, David, rolling out double shots of classic country and classic rock on KZSM.org. Everybody, so we're on the other side. Um, w- during that break, I'm not sure if it was there or not, but um, hopefully, it was talking about the farmers market. And I wanted to remind you, you can come down and meet some of the DJs at uh, the KZSM booth. That's the San Marcos Farmers Market on Saturday mornings from nine to one. I'm usually there in my own booth, but I do readings there, um, and I come hang out with the KZSM folks sometimes. So if you want to have a radio show, or if you want to kind of uh, you can also contribute with administrative skills um, and that kind of thing. It's a really cool family that we have here, so you can come hang out and uh, join us or just check out and meet the DJs uh, there at our booth. Uh, so you're listening to Soul Sanctuary right now. We're on the other side of our first break, and we're talking with Marty. Hey, Say hey, Marty. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Glad to be here. Great, great. And we're talking about yoga. Um, so there's so many aspects of it that I'm interested in and that I that 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 draws me to it. Um, how did you get started in yoga? Oh my goodness. Well, you know, yoga actually found me. Um, I, um, was not feeling particularly well in my body and, uh, I was working in a medical job and I was working with people that were in a lot of pain Mm -hmm. and, um, I was looking for some solutions to pain that didn't involve the uh, pharmaceuticals that, Uh uh, I was selling. I was working for a major big pharma and, um, and I stumbled into a recuperative yoga class and within a couple months, uh, began to feel a lot better in my mind and body. I can't tell you which one became stronger first, but sure, I know right. you really can't separate either. So, and mm-hmm. that was, um, about 15 years ago that I began my yoga journey and, mm-hmm. um, since then have really, um, found many different paths within the yoga world. Okay. Uh, it's a vast practice, you know, 3000 years old. There's so many different aspects of it. Sure. Yeah. Now I know that you do like retreats out on, on your property. So tell us a little bit about the, the facility that you have. So, um, it's a friend of mine's facility and it's 15 minutes from St. Marcus, 15 minutes from Wimberley. And, um, it's called Samadhi yoga retreat. Samadhi means bliss. That's one of, that is the, um, highest state a yogi can achieve. Um, it is, um, a, actually, uh, this friend of mine has built a unreal, beautiful, elegant cedar pyramid, Mm. um, on 32 acres of property, which is the backside of devil's backbone. Um, you, you enter a grotto, you walk up into the pyramid, which holds 24 people. So it's not a small pyramid and you can feel the energy, not just of the sacred geometry geometry, but also of all of the trees that went into creating this beautiful structure and mm-hmm. almost immediately you feel that your relaxation response is activated sure it, it's just an amazing place and what kind of things do you do out there because it doesn't sound like you would go there and have a barbecue <laughs> or live music <laughs> which there's lots of great live music in central texas but we're not right. doing it there yeah okay so this is um where we do yoga retreats we do meditation um uh we did an authentic relating eye gazing so mm. any kind of um introspective spiritual um uh gatherings and i am if i may can i describe the one i'm having on may 18th and 19th absolutely but you can come for the day um you can learn more about it um from me and we can give that information in a moment Mm -hmm. but it is um i'm having a teacher of kundalini yoga will join me there and he's going to play the gongs. We're going to have a gong bath, um, in the pyramid. And we'll also be talking about, um, Kundalini and healing breath. And then I'll do some recuperative yoga classes as well. There's decks around the pyramid that are, um, running water and beautiful, um, sounds and nature. And oftentimes we can, when the weather's permitting, we can use the deck for those. Okay. So we'll have a day of that on, um, I believe that's the Saturday, May 19th. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And that is, she said it's 15 minutes from San Marcos. It's 15 minutes from San Marcos, just out uh, uh, on a road called 32. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So then um, mm-hmm. if, if we have listeners who are interested in signing up for 
for this uh, retreat on the 18th, you said, of May? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Where do they go? Facebook? Um, yeah, they can go to uh, Marty Ewing Yoga on Facebook. That's M-A-R-T-I-E-W-I-N-G Yoga. Or they can find me on um, MartyEwingYoga.com. And that, and I can also provide my phone number, my business phone number, 713-876-1232. So we have day passes and you can come and hang out in a pyramid surrounded by beautiful waters and listen to a gong bath and elevate your um, psyche. Perfect. That sounds like uh, kind of a good, now if you were just (laughs) getting used to or like a beginner in yoga, would it be appropriate to go to, or does it need to be someone who's like kind of seasoned and done it for Not a while? at all. I'm an expert in teaching beginners and teaching people safe ways to start a practice without getting hurt. So I would say this right. is an absolute wonderful place for you. A full sensory experience, mind, right. body, soul. The pyramid smells like a giant cedar closet. I mean, it's mm, just, that's great. it's so hard to explain unless you've really been there. I hope yeah. you'll join us. I yeah. invited you and I hope you'll make it out there. I think I'm planning to, because awesome. it sounds like fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. it's right over, it's the 18th the 19th that's which right is malcolm x's birthday all right and then <laughs> and the 20th another reason to <laughs> fill the power yes there you go uh-huh. and bring peace to each other which is really what you know what we're all about that's, there at samadhi mm-hmm. right that, mm-hmm. that's definitely in the plan mm-hmm. so um i guess we're going to be we're going to be wrapping up so if someone is listening to the show and depending on how the show goes they'll decide whether or not to do yoga what would be kind of like your elevator sales pitch to them about why they should at least give it a try to John Q. Public? Well, um, you know, it's, you have to feel it. And uh, I would say that um, setting your ego aside, stepping into your first yoga experience can be transformative, whether it's pain in your body or a place in your soul that needs healing yoga can offer it all and I would say that you know the uh, magic is on the side of things that are might be a little bit uncomfortable for you that's where the magic is that's where you grow so you know with all the evidence that there is about yoga I would say and all the different yoga teachers now I would say go and find yourself someone that um, that speaks to your heart Good, good. I agree. I agree. Before I started the 30 day challenge that I'm doing, I went through several different people on YouTube. I, I'm just doing on YouTube. So yeah, I went no, there's several. a lot of great teachers there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went through several different of uh, people. And I was just trying to find somebody like that matched my energy mm-hmm. that gave enough information around it and stuff. And uh, there, there's a there's a big variety of people. <laughs> there's a big there's, variety yeah, of te- yeah. of people in everything. I mean, even if you're looking for a medical doctor, there's a big. Sure. So you know, just because you maybe didn't have one great experience, right. you should pursue it and right. find someone that speaks the language that you need. Yoga has so much evidence about it. It's so um, around it. Mm-hmm. It's so healing. Um, you know, why wouldn't you do something that is radically going to transform your life and give you a tool? Right. Yes. Give you so a perfect. Tool. And what should we take with us? Like if I'm going to start a journey um, with yoga today, uh, should I also try to increase my water intake, my rest? Is there uh Start doing green tea. Well, the thing about yoga is it's going to raise your awareness and work through the different layers um, of, of tension and karmic layers. And the awareness that it brings into your everyday life is going to help you to uh, make the right decisions and you'll know what you need. But of course, all the things you mentioned, I mean, water is very important. Sure. Sleep, the circadian rhythms, the cycles of the moon. Sure. Getting more into touch with nature which we are so blessed in this part of the world to have these are all the things that um, keep us connected and Mm -hmm. yoga is about being connected and being one I mean you're over there in the radio booth I'm over here in a chair you look different than I look but you know at the at the um, essence of it and the consciousness of it sure we are the same we are the same and if someone if a teacher doesn't appeal to you or they seem like they are what for whatever reason too mm. bendy for you or too much ego or you just don't whatever go find another one there's lots of us sure. out there yeah. yeah and if you don't understand something feel free to ask your teacher they should be able to compassionately explain things to you good yes. Yes. i think that's really good advice I, I like the idea of everyone can just try yoga once we need more yoga in the world and you know if yoga is not for you there's a lot of other spiritual aspects of it and yoga is not just the physical it is also the meditation 
Right. So, you know, just keep digging. You are your, you're your own best yogi. So Mm -hmm. keep digging and find what you need. It's out there for you. Yeah. That sounds really great. So, um, as we, as we wrap, um, I wanted to just go in and have you, um, give your contact information one more time. Sure. And feel free to contact me if you have any questions of yoga. I work, um, in, both uh, yoga and I bring yoga to um, the medical fields. I work Mm. in integrative medicine. And um, my contact information is Marty Ewing Yoga, Mm -hmm. M-A-R-T-I-E-W-I-N-G dot com. My phone number is Mm 713-876-1232. I have a YouTube channel and I have a Facebook page all by the same name. Mm -hmm. And I am just more than happy to discuss yoga with anyone at any time. (laughs) So feel free (laughs) to reach out to me. And if I can't help you, I will direct you to someone that can. It's transformed my life. Mm-hmm. And it is my honor and my pleasure to pass that on to others. That's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank I'm you. I'm so glad you were able to make it out. Me too. Um, so we're going to go into a break. And on the other side, we have a different aspect. So we're just now going out of yoga, which is kind of uh, in, in terms of tarot, discs or pentacles or grounding or having to do with your experience with the earth. And now we're going to go into a kind of swords wandish area. Ooh. <laughs> which is going to be really cool and talk about Akashic Records uh, on the other side of the break. So thanks for joining me and we'll see you on the other side. You're listening to an encore presentation of Soul Sanctuary. You can catch it live every Monday at 8 p.m. here on kzsm.org. On Sabados, Saturday at 7 o'clock, Style Wars on KZSM Community Radio. What's up, everybody? This is J-Rod. Tune in every Wednesday from 5 to 7 while my co-host Rivers and I bring you two hours of moving news, highlights, speculations, and reviews. Only here on San Marcos's home for community radio, KZSM.org. Hey, this is Jeremiah Wilkerson, host of Shatterglass Radio. Catch me and several special guests as we talk everything in the world of professional wrestling from the ring of honor tna to our favorite local promotions in austin san antonio and around the entire state of texas you can catch us here every friday afternoon from 3 to 4 p.m right here on kzsm.org do you love listening to great music are you interested in topics that can blow your mind Do you like having a good time when listening to the radio? If so, then listen to Into the Gray, Friday mornings, 10 till noon. Into the Gray is a public interest radio program we can all enjoy. That's Into the Gray, Friday mornings, 10 a.m. until noon on kzsm.org in San Marcos, Texas. San Marcos, Texas, with our beautiful river. This weekend was just warm enough for everybody to get into the river. And so everybody did. <laughs> it was pretty great. Uh, it was crowded all weekend. Uh, and uh, so that's all that was happening there. Uh, we get to talk about Akashic Records now. We have Mary Devine here. Mary, did you want to say hi to everyone? Hello. Hey, what's going on? Um, so let's, we're going to give some kind of like broad strokes and general information about Akashic Records. So what is an Akashic Record? So the Akashic Records are a vibrational record that is guarded by the masters, teachers, loved ones in spirit, and ruled by the lords of the records. These are an energetic, 
I'm having trouble with my microphone. You're, good. You're doing fine. Thank you. Just make these sure are, we can hear you. These are an energetic and vibrational record of everything that's ever happened on Earth uh, in all the developmental states of Earth and of those inhabiting it. Okay. And so to read the Akashic records, Akasha in Sanskrit means primary substance. And so these are the primary substance through which all other experiences and thoughts are formed. Okay. So to read those is to channel and bring to earth the energetic information that is actually accessible to all, anyone who wants to learn how to read the records, bringing that to earth through the mental realm using okay. our mind right. and our thought process and the questions that we ask, mm -hmm. using our body physically to form the words and speak the words that are being shared, okay. and also emotionally, the feelings that we have in our body and in our heart when we go through the experiences that are shared through the records. Okay, what, um, what, what, <laughs> what, what would having your records read be beneficial for? So... And like in what situation would be best to come to you? So I want to clarify that the, the lords of the Akashic Records are working at the universal level. And the Akashic Records do represent everything that can occur and has occurred and potentially will occur in the universe. Okay. And then the masters of the Akashic Records work with individual soul journeys okay. and those some people think of them as their guides mm -hmm. but the masters are guarding the akashic records and sharing information for the individual okay and so if the individual would like to have the akashic records read mm -hmm. there are a lot of different benefits that come from that and i think the first one is that the akashic records being guided by and guarded by light beings that have never come to earth, that okay. have always been in spirit realm. That would be the lords and masters of the Akashic Records. Okay. Also, the teachers and ascended masters who probably have been on earth and been in a body. Mm -hmm. Some of them are sort of biggies, like you could say, you know, Mother Teresa, or mm. you could say, you know, time, the time, people who lived at the time of Jesus. Okay. But you also can have... Um, people who were spiritual teachers in some capacity while they were on earth and then like the, nowadays anytime okay. if you're if you're okay. back in spirit you mm -hmm. can be in part of the teachers of the akashic records got it okay. yeah and then the loved ones who are in spirit may be someone that the individual knew personally mm -hmm. or it may be someone who sort of knew or watched the individual from afar it could be a friend of the family who maybe a grandparent's friend who cared about someone as a child but didn't see that child in the everyday mm. crossed over and thought you know Marjorie's grandson. I need to keep an eye on him. Mm -hmm, <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and they'll be there and they'll help. Wow, that's so, like really comforting to know. Indeed. Yeah. And I think the most reassuring part of it is that when we leave Earth, we're no longer in a body and we no longer have an ego. Mm. And so the light beings that are guarding the Akashic records that have never come to Earth, they're always they've always been free of ego. They've always been in that divine source mm -hmm. environment where they see things clearly and without attachment and they're right. completely surrounded by and in spirit embodying love okay. and so the vibration of the akashic records is very healing and very empowering it's also very enlightening okay so the akashic records are pure light they're pure truth and within that realm there are no errors and no failures and no mistakes it's all the process that we go through as individual souls to develop into who we are and why mm -hmm. we're here for our highest vibration before we return back to the light so it sounds like this is like this will deal with more overarching like lifetime lesson kind of things it doesn't sound like I would like say, you know, should I break up with this boyfriend or like, you know, like temporary, <laughs> come through. temporary stuff, right? It, like it, it's both, right? Okay, it's okay. both. So some of what comes through will be, you know, it basically to read and understand the Akashic records essentially relies upon a belief in reincarnation that the soul does okay. return to earth for various lifetimes for various purposes. And because of that, Many times what will come forward is information about past lives that's that's potentially empowering right. in this lifetime that potentially sure. helps the individual understand 
a calling, a passion, a burning question, a mm-hmm. desire, fulfilled or unfulfilled, to experience something, to do something, to plan something, to go somewhere, to take on an artistic or expressive endeavor. Mm-hmm. When people hear that this is something that they've done before, sometimes they are the ones that bring forward, oh, that's why I this, or that's oh, why I that. that's cool. <laughs> and that's people, cool. people will often cry during mm. the readings, and they're crying tears of joy. They're ta- crying tears of relief. And recognition. Rel- and recognition. Yeah, they're, yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's a key word mm-hmm. in terms of, of what is accomplished through the readings. Because sure. when, when I do the readings, and we're all different as mm-hmm. readers, but when I read the Akashic Records, what I find is at the very beginning of the reading, the, uh, the loved ones in spirit, the teachers, guides, and ascended masters, the comrades from previous lifetimes are people that we've sometimes really gone through hardship with or oh, really okay. won great victories who've really been there with us and are toughest and sometimes best moments Mm -hmm. they're there and they're starting to give recognition to the individual who's being read right and that helps the individual realize that this is real and that's sometimes where the individual will begin to cry because the truth of what's being spoken is so deep and so deeply penetrating right right. so healing so vibrationally relieving right of tension and unanswered unanswered questions about the identity it's just a huge relief well i i think i can i think i can relate to that because I I uh, recently uh, started getting into the Orisha the African deities and uh, what I found was there was one that I was drawn to and I kept looking at pictures and different pictures of her and she's really beautiful beautiful her name is Yamoja and she's like the goddess of the rivers and of the ocean and so I was looking up all these different pictures of her and then I found this one picture of her standing in front of the moon and it's beautiful goddess. And it turns out it is the same picture that I've been using my business cards for like five or seven years. And so when I was told that I'm probably connected to this goddess, it made so much sense because I've been drawn to her for like almost a decade now. Absolutely. Outwardly. And before that, I was always into marine biology and dolphins and stuff like that. Like it's always been there, but so clearly like that's that kind of deep truth that kind of connects and you're like this has got to mean something because it's been too long right absolutely yeah, yeah. and it absolutely and sometimes like what you're describing what comes through are powerful archetypes so powerful powerful archetypes that have persisted through generations and also powerful archetypes that speak very strongly to an individual okay and so what i find is that um at certain times during the reading, one of these archetypes will come through. It may come through sort of as a deity from Greek or Roman mythology. It may come through as an archetype from the Bible. It may come through as an archetype from more like Jungian psychology. Okay. And when that presence is there and I'm able to sense it, a whole new stream of information will come through and it's particularly intended for the individual who's being read and it's very powerful for that person. So then there's the idea that the energy is all like, comes from like one source, but the form that it comes through is that that's probably kind of like the pictures on tarot cards. Like that has something to do with the, with the message. It's individualized. So when, so when we access the records, we use the full legal name of the person who's being read and the vibration of that name being spoken aloud, along with the vibrational process and the prayer process that I personally use, that I was trained to use to open the records, that together sort of opens up the record for that individual soul, that soul's individual blueprint. Mm -hmm. Some people could say another blueprint for that individual soul is that person's astrology chart, because that's sort of a moment in time where that individual person was born in that unique place. And so the different modalities for gaining information and wisdom and insight clarity do overlap. In this case, we're using the person's full legal name to access the Akashic records for that individual person. Okay. And then, as I had mentioned before, um, immediately comes that recognition. Right. And and that's that can go for a while. And people, again, in that place will have um, p- 
powerful memories from other lifetimes and oh, powerful, wow. powerful wow. validation of, yeah. like I had said, sort of passions, experiences, questions, right. motivations, yeah. themes, archetypal experiences and journeys right. in this lifetime. So um, for myself, I was widowed at a relatively young age when I was 36. Wow. My husband oh. died and I was alone with him at home. I was the first responder and the person giving CPR while calling 911. But he he did die um, as the paramedics were arriving and they wow. confirmed his death. And so that for me was... Wow. Created an open portal for myself between this world and, and other realms because at, he at had least. gone into it. <laughs> yes. Yes. That at he, least created some kind of portal. Absolutely. That's gigantic. I can't absolutely. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. Wow. Absolutely. And so one of the things that happened was that on the night that Alex died, um, I'll backtrack and say I'm also a midwife and I have worked as a doula. So I had called my former doula, doula partner and my midwifery partner, and they had come to my home to be with me in the aftermath of my husband's death, where I would have otherwise been home alone. Um, and so when they came, I started making some smooth sort of rolling motions with my arm. Okay. And I said, I said, Alex, it's this, it's, 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 it's this. And I, I, put my arm straight out into the heavens. I said, mm -hmm. it's, it's like this. It's not this. And I started doing the rolling motions again. Well, I later learned that his, the vehicle taking him to the morgue had gotten into a rollover car accident on the way to wow. the morgue. And even though I believe that his soul what is essentially... What awfulness is happening right now? <laughs> I can't even like contemplate what's yeah. up, what you're talking about. This is real. Nuts. And I was Harsh aware... Mellow. Even though... <laughs> Even though his body and his soul had separated, yeah. there's part of his soul that was still on earth and still near his body, and part of his soul was still near me. Gotcha. And through that connection, I wasn't surprised to learn that his body had gotten into a rollover car accident on the way to the morgue. Right. Okay? Right. right and I also right, wasn't right. surprised to learn that it created a worker's comp injury for the driver of the hearse because um, my husband's death had been related to a worker's comp injury. So he was still connected to the wow. same pattern sure. and the same sure. archetypal experience right. that right, sort right. of spread out into the people that were surrounding him. So right. as one of the people surrounding him, I received an initiation into the other realm. And I began wow. to be able to access the Akashic records, though I didn't know that's what I was doing. Right, right. And what did it so, feel like at first? Well, I just felt that sense of recognition okay. and I was able to ask questions and receive guidance. And it was mostly the mostly the guidance was coming for um, friends and family that were su surviving. Um, I knew that I was in a spiritual realm where I could ask questions like that. So I was mostly getting guidance yeah. to help those who were here on earth and still grieving. Still grieving. Yeah. This it's it's upsetting. <laughs> it's upsetting because I have this awareness that I'm supposed to be working like mostly with uh mostly with uh, uh, survivors of abuse and abusers. Okay. And I really don't want to. But like as you're saying how you came to what you're supposed mm -hmm. to do was mm -hmm. kind of through grief and so you were right. you're here to help with grief. Yes. I'm really aware that I'm supposed to be working with uh, abusers and I, I, I'm so afraid to have them in my space because I'm still working on my boundaries and that kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. That it's been something I've been uh, putting off. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Putting off going yes. after it. But it just mm -hmm. feels like like the way that you're describing how you came to it is kind of what I'm going to need to do. It's an initiation put some, yeah, process. Put some, like, aware, like, put some intention behind, like, seeking out that kind of person to help. Right. And when you, yeah. and anyone can Ugh. learn to read. <laughs> I'm <laughs> right. so upset about that. It is upsetting. And I can tell yeah. you, I can tell you that I can relate. Yeah. Most of us as healers have had to go through some profoundly traumatic experiences and come through those to the other side in order to have a deep and piercing understanding of what those who are coming to us 
offer services or for whom we're providing services in a therapeutic environment where we may be contracted, like you may be contracted to work with abusers or survivors versus that they're choosing you as a healer, you know? Well, I'm going to have a fit the entire first month. (laughs) (laughs) I I vow it. But we're going to take a break real quick. I need to um, just do uh, some promos and we'll, um, on the other side of it, We'll have a little bit lighter discussion, I think, okay. <laughs> because it's Monday night and everybody's probably uh, had their fill. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll see you on the other side of the break. This is Rebecca Dahl, flower child and host of the Rainbow Flower Power Hour on KZSM San Marcos Community Radio. Folk, psychedelic rock, and pop from the flower power era to current indie rock and a little talk bringing those ideas of peace and love into our times. Tuesdays, 6 to 8 on kzsm.org. Power to the peaceful. Do you like old school chucks? How about hamburger steaks? What about members only jackets? Well, that means you have style. Listen to Style Wars Saturday at 7 o'clock on KZSM. Community Radio. What's up, everybody? This is J-Rod. Tune in every Wednesday from 5 to 7 while my co-host Rivers and I bring you two hours of moving news, highlights, speculations, and reviews. Only here on San Marcos' home for community radio, kzsm.org. Hey, San Martians, read any good books lately? Read any bad books lately? Any books you'll never forget? Any books you want to fling directly into the trash? Whatever you've been reading, or not reading, join us Tuesdays 4 to 6 for Bookmarked, all about books and reading in San Marcos and the world. Listen in to Vinyl Confessions every Monday night from 10 o'clock until midnight. The best of all of those great classic records on vinyl, as always, with all those scratches, hisses, and pops that we know that you love to hear. So tune in and tell a friend all those great vinyl records. We're here for you, kzsm.org. Vinyl Confessions every Monday night. So we're back. We've got one more little set here uh, with Soul Sanctuary. Thank you for joining me, soldiers, who are here with us today. We're talking about Akashic Records. And uh, we're going to go back into um, uh, a little bit about what the use is. What were we talking about before? Was it the use of them? The use is, okay. yes. Okay. You need to get really, really close. Get closer. <laughs> <laughs> eat like, we have to, you have to eat the mic here. Okay. <laughs> if you come visit me, remember. <laughs> okay. So we were talking about kind of, I guess, acknowledging what your path is, what you sh- you're drawn to kind of work with. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like from what you were describing about the Akashic Records, that's actually something that you might be able to get some guidance from if someone was to see, to have a session with you. Yes. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Oftentimes when individuals are seeking a change, they will begin to realize something that I realized as a grieving widow and other times in my life. When the answers cannot be found in the physical realm, we need to look to the spiritual realm and also the arts. And so, yes. (laughs) You have to tell me that that's exactly how I found tarot. Absolutely. And so sometimes people are really right on the brink of self-discovery and all of these life experiences that, The individual who, again, is on earth with an ego may perceive as right or wrong, black or white, um, positive or negative. In the Akashic Records, Mm -hmm. it's almost all the gray area. So the gray area, even though it's light, the Akashic Records are are filled with light. um, But it's all the gray area. And the gray area is the complexity, the deeper meaning, and where the answers lie. And as a culture, we are not really encouraged to look there we're encouraged to look in the black and white the yes or no right the right or wrong right and in our culture um we're a blame and shame culture absolutely and so we're blamed and shamed from the beginning Mm -hmm. of our lives Mm -hmm. and basically into the end of our lives and Mm -hmm. we can also perpetuate that blame and shame onto others right so a lot of times what people bring to their to their session is a deep need for healing of those behaviors that were developed 
as a response or a coping mechanism to the blame, shame, hurt, pain, and wrongdoing Mm -hmm. that was put upon or done by another person who was also in pain and not seeing clearly. Sure. And so a lot of times what comes through, a lot of times loved ones in spirit will come through with a a deeper understanding of the family dynamic or the family constellation in terms of... freak me out. (laughs) First of all, first of all, I do not want anybody explaining the craziness of the dynamics in my family. (laughs) It's very freeing though. It's very freeing. It becomes very freeing because... Again, those who are in spirit don't have an ego attachment to it. And they bring it through very lovingly with deep compassion. And people oftentimes bring deep levels of shame and guilt. I have worked with people who have deep trauma, people who have done things as a reaction to the deep trauma, Mm. people who have a lot of insecurity and uncertainty that has uh, come from just generations of fear and worry patterns in their own family but it's it's so it's so pervasive like i mean i'm I'm, i belong to an entire race that uh, the whole thing we all suffer from ptsd (laughs) yes reinforced continually yes so how do you take like that kind of wound that kind of uh of disease because it's dis-ease and and i don't know try to find healing and like what Where do you go from that? So typically through the Akashic records, if something came up that was multi-generational and deeply historical, the guides, masters, and loved ones in spirit would give a historical perspective on the way people thought at the time and that it was actually inhumane or incorrect, but it's the way it was. And that those incorrect thoughts and those harms and wrongs have continue to perpetuate harm on earth and particularly for this individual who's being read right and so to validate right. the the passing down of the harm sure and it's coming through the dna is coming through the dna and epigenetics and right. the cellular memory right, right and also through the soul's many lifetimes sure so it's it can be very strong i imagine yeah and so um Love and forgiveness, compassion and gratitude are, are all amongst the most powerful healing vibrations. Mm. And so typically through the through the reading of the Akashic Records, the individual has the opportunity to self-forgive for any kind of negative behavior patterns or thought processes right. that have taken the individual away from his or her actual soul's journey and soul's purpose through fear, intimidation, abuse, silencing, yeah. other other behaviors and patterns sure. that have limited sure. that individual's self-expression. And I once- wonder if you're finding more of it like right now because over the weekend with almost every single one of my readings was about that same thing was about that same thing being away from your dharma and being distracted by whatever you've decided to distract yourself by it's been coming up for me in readings a lot this year and it also maybe it's a 2018 thing i think that it's i think that we need a powerful healing i think that with some of these topics that you're describing like abuse abusers yeah racism yeah people being separate right all, all the, the different, sep- all the, all, all the, the things that are keeping yeah. us separate, right. you know, and, and all of the fear and worry that comes around not wanting to step on someone's toes as we uh, try to heal the rifts yeah. and people are even afraid to speak for feel of fear of alienating another sure. person and it sure. creates another level of separation. Absolutely. And so a lot of what comes through in the Akashic records is actually about that um, understanding our own humanity yeah. and the three basic false self beliefs of humans are I'm incapable, I'm unworthy and unlovable. I'm unlovable. Mm. And those just drive mm. us so far outside of ourselves. Sure. When we feel sure. uncertainty, when we're in the dark forest of self doubt. Mm-hmm. And so helping people recognize mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. as a normal part of our humanity. Right. And a time simply to love and forgive ourselves for being human and then get retuned into the vibration that's purely, truly ours as our birthright. Right. And the messages that come through in the Akashic Records help solidify that for the individual so the right. individual can feel more empowered. That sounds like a really like worthwhile kind of journey. And it Absolutely. Doesn't, it doesn't specify a, a religion, correct? No. Okay. It doesn't specify a religion, but some people do have... Um, lifetimes or family lineages with particular religions, and that will come through. Really? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I want to yeah. know. I want to know what my family religion was. I wonder. Like, I wonder what it was. 
like decades ago or that centuries could come ago. through that's when, cool i would like want to do it just for that, <laughs> that would be cool. yeah. i wonder if it was anywhere near what i do or maybe there's a reason why i have like this empathicness or the intuitiveness like maybe i'm like a watered down version of it <laughs> probably not watered down probably just still discovering the power of it yeah because yeah. most of the time what happens um for women who are coming to me for readings they mm-hmm. typically come from a strong female line of different archetypes and different patterns. That's and, true. Yeah. <laughs> and typically my, what happens... Females family like the Dora Milaje. <laughs> right? So typically That's what true. happens is there's some sort of a wounding or sometimes patriarchal or paternalistic abuse experience that throws that female lineage mm. off of its power path. Yeah. And then okay. for generations, that shame and the abuse pattern, the worry gets handed down. Mm-hmm. And once that becomes recognized, mm-hmm. um, individual women can, uh, and, and their children can break that family lineage pattern that got gotcha. disrupted because the real truth is actually always still there vibrationally under everything that's covering it up. Sure. So we just work sure. through lifting away those layers that right. are just not true and not real. Those are the illusion so the dark forest of self-doubt is an illusion that's created by the human psyche when we feel uncertainty and our world is filled with uncertainty especially today today's political times the divisiveness the poverty the separation the racial tensions the blaming and shaming of individual relays i'm sorry races or religions scapegoating and blaming within our culture it's creating a lot of tension on people well it's coming out now like i think like for some reason there's this like underbelly that's expo- well so for some reason <laughs> for because of two novembers ago oh right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not that mystical <laughs> but right. uh there's a lot of ugliness that's coming out and i'm finding but the good news is i'm finding an equal number of of stories of compassion absolutely getting together yes and saying this is all crap we're not going to deal with it and kind of making those kind of grassroots movements that's the only way anything changes in this country ever yes it's the only way anything like ever changes and and people have to you know realize that because the because underground railroad was made of quakers Mm -hmm. that was people getting together and changing stuff right exactly because it wasn't right Mm -hmm. exactly so i'm just trying to figure out where those underground railroad looking places are yes to kind of survive the next couple of years until we have some more sanity around our leadership Yes. And, yeah. and part of and part of how the healing can occur in the Akashic records is when someone has experienced harm, whether that's been culturally, or from an indi- individual um, perpetuator, perpetrator of harm. Mm-hmm. To, a lot of times through the Akashic records will come the information of what drove or motivated that person's behavior, and mm-hmm. how it's actually not about the individual sure. being harmed. It's actually about the individual who was harmed and is passing that along. Right. And by encouraging through the power of forgiveness and compassion for the individual to look at that in a different light, not necessarily to let that person or support those cultural beliefs like into our lives, right. but just to stop taking it personally and right. put it in the past right. and create a right. new freedom path for the individual free of the burdens of being the scapegoat of that other person's negativity and deeply ingrained behaviors. So that's a very powerful thing that can come through when people can see themselves clearly separate from their own reactions and their hurt emotions and the wrongdoings of others. Um, I'm probably thinking that we're starting to run low on time, but I wanted to talk about how being in the Akashic Records um, does again, it does enlighten us and right. anyone can learn to read them. Okay. I learned through the teachings of Linda Howe and her book, how to read the Akashic records and a certification course by one of her approved teachers. And I'm saying this, um, so people can know how I learned, but also to know that you can look online. There are several programs. Um, Linda offers one online and there are oh, many nice. that can be taken in person okay. um, or online. Linda's trainings are typically, Um, accessed by people who've already found a portal into the Akashic Records, such as myself. And that's how it turned out for me, but I didn't know that. But when we're in the Akashic Records, we can even open them and do a reading for ourselves, fall asleep, be asleep in the Akashic Records, and wake up having experienced healing. Because we're in that high vibrational energy and steeping in the truth and the peace and the light of the Akashic Records. If we do other modalities like tarot Mm -hmm. or theta healing or um, 
Reiki, we can go into the Akashic Records and then we can, from that state, apply our other state of consciousness to do the other work. So you can actually combine methods when oh, that's cool. you know yeah. how to, once you know how to do both with mm-hmm. the Akashic records, ideally you just read those on your own sure. without the other modalities for mm-hmm. 30 days. But mm-hmm. people will go into the records to facilitate meditation and prayer to find peace and also to inspire artistic works. Oh, sure. Music. Um, if someone is reading a complicated textbook that is difficult to understand, going into the records can allow information to be downloaded that makes it easier to learn a more difficult subject. Well, that's awesome. So there are a lot of ways <laughs> of using the records. I definitely yeah, use that. Well, let's make sure we give your contact information okay. one more time because we're about to need to wrap. Uh, my name is Mary Divine, and, and my business. Wait, wait, deep in the mic. Okay, <laughs> my name is Mary Divine, and my business is called Divine Guidance. My email is divineguide at gmail dot com. That's D E. My last name is D E V I N E, and then guide, G U I D E at gmail dot com. And my phone number is eight three zero three one two two five one seven. Thanks so much. So, guys, everybody, thanks for joining me for Soul Sanctuary, my soldiers. Uh, We're going to have some more fun stuff to talk about here as May comes along. This is the last day of the first quarter. How are your sales? Do you have your own business going yet? Are you going to start it next quarter? What are you doing with yourself? Don't waste time. Come get a tarot reading from me if you want some help with getting yourself out of your rut. Um, You can contact me at tarotbytama.com, and that's all the time that I have to give plugs. So find the rest of my contact information there or on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, Thanks for joining Soul Sanctuary.